Hi, I'm wearing new headphones. Oh, Xander's just being crazy. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm wearing new headphones. These ones, they, I need to, I have this problem, this thing I do, where I know that I need to be talking loud into something, but I uh, will purposefully move my head some away from what I'm talking into. I've always had it. Oh, no. Xander's just cat food. One second. Never mind, he ran away from me. Um, which is funny. Um, okay, so a couple of house cleaning things. I know that I totally forgot to post that moon calendar thing. Uh, after I said I was totally going to post it, and I totally forgot to do that. Um, I'll do it today, tonight, after podcasting, because like I guess this is more moonly. It's more of a moon. Moon, moon ups. Moonisode. I'm trying to think of a clever name to for it. Moon up, episode. It's it's not working out because like I know there's eclipses coming up, and I was kind of wondering what an eclipse actually was. You know, because from what my understanding is, without um, researching it, is an eclipse is when the moon is in front of the sun. And therefore, you only see like a ring or whatever. But there's every new moon, from my understanding, is a lunar eclipse. So, are we going to get a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse? It doesn't really tell me. So, I'm going to go look it up really quickly, actually. Because all the TikTokers are talking about how this lunar eclipse, or how this, not lunar eclipse. How this eclipse season is going to be off the heezy for sheezy. Um, eclipse in October, sir. I will so okay. So yeah, it is a solar eclipse. Okay, so that's when the sun is in front of the moon. Let me. Hold on. I'm going to Google. I'm going to Google. I'm going to Google. Because I feel like I messed that up. What is a lunar eclipse? That's a new moon. It happens every month. <coughs> so yeah. So the moon moves into the Earth's shadow, causing the moon to be darkened. Such alignment occurs during the eclipse season approximately every six months. During the. Oh, okay. So, that's a lunar eclipse. I'm so confused. A short answer. Okay, so a new moon and an eclipse are not the same. That's what I'm gathering. Okay, that is good news. That is good news solar eclipse the moon coming between earth and the sun so that the moon's shadow sweeps over earth's surface okay okay that's perfect okay awesome okay that's that's actually super exciting yeah i can't wait for that i'm sorry i'm a little sleepy um last yesterday last yesterday well today i ended up temping so i didn't have the day off um which is great because your girl loves to work. I don't dream of labor. Um, but this is a really quiet episode. I'm so sorry. Um, maybe I should get my other headphones and tape it to my face like I did before. Maybe that's a thing. Oh. I'm so sorry. I, uh, I hit a button on my headphones and I am going to a concert. And I was listening to the songs of the concert that I uh, would be going to and there he is I see you you are hungry there you go baby he's like that's that's not necessarily what I want but okay that is looking at me like I'm doing something different all right anyway um so yeah so uh where was I um that I'll put the put the moon phase or moon emotional thing 
on attached to this episode and then I will also um, send out the newsletters this coming weekend because it's done but like no one's like oh my god I want one unless I didn't check but I possibly I just could have probably missed it but it's okay um yeah so I'll do that I'm super excited about them um so I will do that and it's gonna be great and you're gonna love it love it so today I was thinking about the moon 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 and then I was wondering also what I should do about it and I think that I'm gonna put yeah so I'm gonna tell you what the moon represents and kind of go into like a little bit more of that and then I'm going to kind of like read because I've got the book in front of me so I'm just gonna kind of like read one second let me fix this Can you hear me now? Is that better? Is it worse? Can you hear me? Okay. Cause like I have let's go get my other thingy, actually. Um maybe. Cause like I have like multiple different headphones. Multiple different mic microphones. Um multiple different uh medias of collecting my uh, sound and I'm never certain <sighs> which one of them is going to be best you know what I mean so it's kind of a funny little thing I don't want to like surprise everyone and be like oh she loud loud now you know what I mean she loud loud um so I think that's probably it right there um fucking Xander's going crazy again he's literally literally shaking the bed I wonder interesting okay so I've got it oh, I don't want to talk to you um sorry I got a text message and um it's someone who's being troublesome to someone else and I am a new source of venting and I don't necessarily want to be the source of venting so I I didn't want to talk to her so I'm now in hiding within my podcast I'm gonna put this on airplane mode just none of them calls come through um and then once I'm done recording I will take it off of airplane mode so that I may oh, dang it I don't want to be on airplane mode Cause like I'm waiting for a text message to come through for about something else. Um. All right, never mind. It's fine. I will just ignore her call like a normal human being. Sorry. Anyway, like I was saying. Um. So I was going to go. A into the moon and uh, oh there's mythology but that is that's interesting okay this is an interesting book I'm finding um, so I want to go into the moon and I want to go into the moon and all the signs and then I wanted to expand upon that and then put the moon into each actual um, each uh, uh, house system so kind of just going to get the moon wholeheartedly you know um, there we go cool cool um, so I want to dig in here so then let's look at Libra seventh house. Okay, cool. Can I do planets in the set in the houses? Hold on. Let me look, cause I need to know. 
Excuse me, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to burp in your, like, your little ears. Sorry. Um, there it is. I knew I could do it. So I want to put my little handy dandy handkerchief here. So I'm going to skip. Alrighty. So, I don't know why I'm so fascinated with the moon lately. It's just that Pisces supermoon really, like, got me. And, like, I hadn't ever really noticed how emotional I was until that moon hit. And I was crying like a little baby, like, asking it for stuff. And it delivered. It delivered times 20. And it delivered immediately. Um, so... It was kind of crazy. It was probably a little bit of me just fucking yelling on the podcast too. <laughs> I am a psycho, um, but and I'm 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 uh had a lot of things to unlearn, unfortunately. Um, so, but uh, yeah. Then this Aries new moon, or sorry, not Aries full moon. Um, I was a little spicy at work, a little spicy spice. Um, so it's it's interesting how it uh manifests in your life depending on like your because it, it the way it aspects your different um placed plants in your chart and what signs those are in and with the sign that it's in. So for example. Um, I would think that my, uh, well, first of all, let me think, because I feel like whenever I wake up with the moon in a fire sign, I am instantly enraged easier, or I wake up on the spicy side of life. For example, like the moon was in Leo or Aries, and I have like a Sagittarius, Mercury, and Mars, and so it's a little bit spicy sometimes. <laughs> um, like it, because it's, um, it's trining usually because if that moon is so, yeah. So if the moon is an Aries, say that's my second house. So it's going to have a sextile, I want to say with my 10th house. Um, I want to say it's a sextile. I'm learning the aspects because it's nice to know when you're talking about things. Um, and, but then it also has, uh, a relationship of things are trying with my Leo in the sixth house, just because Leo rules my sixth house. <sighs> little baby little, my cat's staring at me all right let's get into this because i'm a little sleepy all righty so i'm gonna i'm gonna you guys don't know what i'm talking about i don't have any caffeine pills and that kind of sucks all righty so the moon and that's your the moon is ruled by or sorry let me start over again I'm just not I don't have my shit together tonight okay I'm sorry um, I want to say it's because I'm sick but I'm not sick and I want to say interesting sorry um Xander's is staring at things again and it's kind of you know always an interesting thing whenever he stares at things um so the moon represents your emotional energy your conscious mind and your habits it's like your comfort zone and wherever it is in your chart those are the things that make you feel content and secure and how you'll react emotionally and share yourself with others during various situations and like within your relationships um the moon is like also associated with your home and your family and your domestic urges and most notably the moon reflects your mother 
in your childhood which I think is kind of really more interesting than anything because like in astrology they say that the moon is your mother and um Capricorn no sorry and the sun or the rising is your dad which I find interesting because my mom is indeed a cancer and I do have a cancer moon and I'm not certain when my dad's birthday is but I am an Aquarius rising so if that were to be true I'm not certain how happenstance happens in that stance <laughs> because um you would think that it would be more prevalent in a lot of ways unless it's just how like and then some people say it's how your mom was feeling when she was carrying you so Let's say that just means that my mom was like a lot more like nurturing to her body and to uh, me as a infant little thing and her whatever uh, as a parasite. Um, and uh, because like I, I Google or I did the charts of my siblings and like there's a lot of Aquarius moons in there. At least as far as I can tell. Because I don't have a birth time. So I don't know where the rising signs are. So. But it's, it's an interesting draw. Considering the history of my family. To have that. Because Aquarius tend to be very like detached. Or holding their emotions in. And then logically. Having them displayed. Rather than being able to just freely express them. As I am. Considered to be. Um, so with that Aquarius moon they kind of uh they they experience emotions and they're deep emotions but rather than like be like oh no I'm sad just be like oh this is making me sad because they've logic to themselves out of the emotional space if that makes sense um but yeah so going forward uh so yeah going forward now I will do the moons in each of the signs so the moon in Aries like we just had a uh, full moon in Aries so that means that or that kind of shows as a person being courageous and confident energetic independent ambitious they openly or they openly express their emotions um, but they may respond impulsively due to that expression of emotions because like Aries is like as people have been told um they Aries is kind of like a spark they're like if they're mad at you it's like a they might punch you in the face but then after that it's over they're fine uh you're fine maybe <laughs> but it's just a quick temper um they're, yeah like the, like it just says these outbursts although sudden are not long lasting they're just very impulsive um so oh oh nice I like how this is going um sorry I'm reading and talking so courageous and confident you're energetic there's people with moon with moons and Aries um independent and ambitious you openly express your emotions respond impulsively and have a quick temper but these outbursts although sudden are not long lasting and you often regret them afterward and wonder why you reacted so strongly uh, the root cause might be your dislike or of interference and rules that you feel it shouldn't apply to you because <laughs> you're above it <laughs> as well as your highly competitive nature that's kind of funny the solution is to, is to develop patience and a cooperative attitude you can get further in life when you include others in plans and projects and set an example as the outstanding leader that you can be. Home life is lively with activities, projects, and people coming and going. So, I know that, like in astrology, whenever Aries energy is engaged, they're very like I am statements, like I am this, I am that, I'm doing this. Um, so, it's kind of interesting. Oh, some water. I'm so sorry. I feel like my mouth is sticking together.
Yeah, I'm drinking a beer that was left in my fridge and it's not going well. I don't like beer. Um, Moon in Taurus is next. I'm sorry. Well, maybe no, actually. I'm going to go ahead and skip because Aries rules the first house. So I'm just going to go ahead and skip. Um, which is interesting here. So, sorry, I burped again. Um, it's the fucking beer. So, moon in the first house. You're guided by your emotions and feelings and an active sixth sense six <laughs> and an active sixth sense helps you read people, quote unquote. Uh, you often know who's truthful, who's lying, and who has ulterior motives. But it's vital that you protect yourself from negative energy, which your receptive nature easily absorbs. That's interesting. Um, learn to use metaphysical techniques such as visualizing yourself surrounded by protective white light to shield yourself. Sympathetic and sensitive, your feelings are easily hurt. You're also susceptible to peer pressure because being accepted is as important to you as being up to date with the latest phases and fads. You're in tune with trends and can spot emerging, sorry, can spot emerging shifts in public opinion. Most people with the moon in the first house are family-oriented and have a strong desire for children and close ties with loved ones. It's interesting because you wouldn't think that Aries would be loving and nurturing, you know. Which is funny because I've met quite a few Aries that have been very nurturing and very loving and i'm like where did you get this from who are you are you sure you're an aries and they're like yeah born april blah 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 march blah 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 i'm like interesting okay so moving on to taurus moon and taurus moon in the second house all right um, moon and Taurus, your emotions are steady on an even keel, which has a calming influence on those around you. Motivated by a need for financial and domestic security, because they're an earth sign, <laughs> both of which you'll, you're likely to achieve, you surround yourself with creature comforts and memories, and might have artwork and cherished family heirlooms. Heirlooms, our, ear, uh, you know, they get shit from their family. Um, beware of clutter and saving outdated outdated and unusable items just for emotional security part with anything that fits in the category on a regular basis food is part of your comfort zone and can lead to weight gain that's interesting and funny a congenial family or sorry a congenial home life is necessary to your well-being and you're protective of those you love remember though that people are not possessions you are also enjoy routine and dislike change that's actually really funny Hmm. that's actually it's, it's funny because the food thing food is part of your comfort zone and so that's why it's funny okay yeah and then for the moon in second house because that is a money house um, you're emotionally evolved in money matters. Primarily because you equate as assets with security. Money in the bank, investments, and possessions all contribute to this feeling. Which, encourage, which encourages you to accum accumulate and seldom let go. You hold on to what you have, especially when you experience or sense approaching periods of financial fluctuation. You will spend on your home and loved ones. But your wallet opens most freely when you're feeling low. A trait of the changeable lunar energy. This may give you a feel-good moment, but it hardly promotes the financial security and stability you strive for. Direct your feelings instead into a hobby or creative project or time with family. Okay, so they're more likely to go fucking um, uh, retail therapy, ing, which is kind of funny as well. It's interesting how these two kind of end up correlating. Like the moon in Taurus versus the moon in the actual house. Because when you look at the birth chart, these are the, if you don't know the, um, 
the birth time so you can't find the rising of a person these are the way it's going to like portray itself in the chart so that's why i'm going and doing it this way like just the moon in in general and the sign because you know not all not all placements are going to have the moon in what, the same house as it's supposed to correlate to and but then also like do the moon in the in the house that it cor that it correlates to on the chart it's it's interesting moon in gemini change is the only constant in your emotional life and thus you keep people guessing Oof, it's a fucking I'm already tired. <laughs> they never know how you'll react or what your mood will be at any given moment. This fluctuation is accompanied by restlessness, adaptability, and a quick mind that has wide-ranging interests. You may become even more talkative when tension rises, yet part of this is your comfort zone. That makes sense. I'm going to drink more water. Sorry, you're like ASMR. Rachel's drinking water. Um, yeah, okay. Um, so you never know how you react or what your mood will be at any given moment. Well, that's Gemini for you. Um, this fluctuation is accompanied by restlessness, adaptability, and a quick mind that has wide-ranging interests. You may become even more talkative when tension rises, yet part of this is your comfort zone. Okay, I already said that. Um, talking out and through your feelings helps you discover how you truly feel about a person, place, thing, or event. Where others experience emotions to the depths of their souls, you think about and rationalize them. That's a, that's a fucking air sign for you. Home life is active, and it's clear to any visitor that you're involved in multiple hobbies and di diversion, diversions. That's how you prevent boredom. That's interesting. And then moon in the third house here uh, your thoughts and feelings are interwoven with one influencing the other you think that you oh sorry you think what you feel and feel what you think the strong interaction sorry the strong interplay limits objectively but heightens intuitive and imagination that's one second <laughs> sorry I uh I had a thought but it's just a thought um the strong interplay elements objectivity but heightens intuition and imagination you have an excellent memory used productively daydreaming can trigger clever ideas and solutions however it also can interfere with concentration you're easily bored and need a high level of mental stimulation to remain focused and steer your attention away from unimportant details. Background music may be helpful. You have deep emotional ties with siblings and some family members. If these relationships are positive, then you see and communicate with them regularly. Neighbors are often included in gatherings as members of your extended family. I feel like I've read that before. Uh, moon and Cancer. The moon is at home in Cancer, and you have deep emotional ties to loved ones. Um, warm and loving, you're a natural nurturer, but doing too much for the precious people in your life also can have a smothering effect. <laughs> as much as you'd like to, you can't protect them from every potential hurt, some of which are necessary for growth. Your moods are changeable, and you withdraw, withdraw when upset. Domestic and financial security are necessary to your well-being, and you go out of your way to achieve both. Be careful, though, about sliding into a hoarding mentality. I look around my room. Um, security is a state of mind as much as it is money in the bank. Many people with cancer moon are excellent cooks and all strive for domestic tranquility and a warm, welcoming home. 
And then go to Cancer in the fourth. Or sorry, Moon in the fourth. Family relationships are an important part of your life and probably the most dominant influence on a daily basis. Your emotional security and well-being are closely tied to home and family and even minor upsets with loved ones can throw you off kilter. Yeah, that's fair. And most people with the moon in the fourth house create warm, comfortable, inviting homes, both for their own pleasure and to entertain friends and family. You might remodel and or decorate regularly to keep up with the latest interior design trends and some people with this placement move freely sorry move frequently oh sorry some people with this some and some people with this placement move frequently at some point you may become interested in tracing your family tree visiting your ancestral home or creating an oral history for future generations that's interesting oh oh Hmm. Interesting. Sorry. I uh, had this thing that was like fucking poking me, and I fixed it. Um. So then, Moon and Leo, you need rec rec. <laughs> That's right. Um. Moon and Leo, you need recognition and attention and want to be admired by everyone, especially those you love. Loyalty and devotion are two of your lunar strengths, but you also have a big ego that's unhappy if your affections aren't appreciated and returned. Then your emotional response can be self-centered, your only consideration being what's best for you, and you can slip into dogmatic speech as a way to assert your desire to be in charge. Overall, though, you're generous, sorry, you're generous and warm-hearted, freely express your emotions, and have a romantic soul that's as dramatic as a grand Hollywood passion. Your love of luxury and the only the finest money can buy or you can afford extends to your home, which you want to be a showcase which you want to be a showcase for your success. You take great pride in both home and family. Alright. And that's gonna be moon in the fifth house, because Leo rules the fifth house. If a get together involves fun or romance, you're there. With the moon in the fifth house, you both are high on your luck on your life agenda and necessary to your emotional well-being. You feel at one with the universe when, you, when your love life is active and fulfilling. Whether you're caught up in the thrill of a new romance or in a long-term relationship, it's possible though that parents or other relatives could interfere with your love life. Children warm your heart and many people with this placement have or want a large family to satisfy their nurturing instincts. Hobbies and other leisure time pursuits are ideal creative outlets and friends ensure a lively social life. Investments can be lucrative and home ownership may net the highest return. I like that like low key throws in like, hey girl, fucking go buy a house. <laughs> or hey boy, hey they, go buy a house. Alrighty. And then we're moving on to Moon and Virgo, which is going to rule the sixth house. So Moon and Virgo, quiet and reserved work and helping others bring your great emotional satisfaction you enjoy planning and organizing i'm oh, sorry you enjoy planning and organization and have an, an an erring eye for detail which at times can spark criticism if others fail to meet your definition of perfection <sighs> routine is your comfort zone although you can be versatile when necessary and you pride yourself on cleanliness your home may be messy or neat, but either way, there's a sense of... Sorry. So whoever's listening to this is like, this bitch cannot read. I'm sorry. In school, I was the anxiety person. So, like, I read the whole chapter before I was my turn so I wouldn't, like, have to, like, guess or stumble upon my words when I was actually called on. So I would, like, practice reading so that I would get it without having to worry about it because it's stressful um routine is your comfort zone although you can be versatile when necessary and you pride yourself on cleanliness your home may be messy or neat but either way there's a sense of order that suits your needs anyone with a virgo moon can find anything even in a cluttered oh that's nice anyone with a virgo moon can find anything even in a cluttered room 
home, cluttered home. You're practical and analytical and thus think through your feelings by examining them from every angle to determine how you feel. That's exhausting, but it's nice. Uh, doing so makes you feel secure in decision making. Not only to open, sorry, not want to openly express your emotions, you do open up with those who you know well and love. You do open up with those you know well and love. I know that. I know Virgo Moon. I know a couple. I know two Virgo Moons. <laughs> All right, and that is going to be Moon in the sixth. Yes. Yes. Um, your work life fluctuates sometimes day by day or even hour by hour. On a broader scale, your job does the same, and you could find this area of life to be unstable. If you're among those on an almost perpetual job search, ask yourself why. There is no perfect job. Satisfaction ultimately comes, with, comes from within, not without. Coworkers are part of your extended family, and you go out of your way to help them. You also may work with the public and women more than men. Emotional well-being is linked to physical health. When you feel when you feel low or dissatisfied, you're you're more likely to pick up a virus. Oof, that's not great. You like you you get depressed and fucking getting, what was that? What was that? Anyway, you get depressed and then fucking get coronavirus or some shit. I don't know, but that's awful. Um, some people with this placement are prone to psychosomatic illnesses or hypochondria. Yikes. Um, most are neat and fastidious about cleanliness, order, and food safety. Food safety? Like, having food? Or making sure it's clean from where it came from? That's an interesting take, I'd say. Alright. Moon and Libra. Your emotional well-being is directly linked to close, loving, affectionate relationships, and a supportive partnership is vital to, to happiness for most people with Moon and Libra. You also can do well in a business partnership, provided you each have an equal share in decision-making. Responsibilities and earnings institution or intuition as to your exceptional people skills, which include charm, tact, fairness, and grace. You dislike anything crude, although you avoid conflict and confrontation and go out of your way to ensure harmony. Your temper emerges when you're pushed too far, much to the surprise of, uh, much to the surprise of others. You also have a strong need for approval and recognition and can be indecisive about feeling, seeing, and weighing both sides with an intellectual approach. A little air sign, doing air sign things. And that correlates to Moon in the Seventh. You're highly sensitive to other people, their feelings and moods, and often know intuitively what they're really thinking, despite outward appearances. But energy flows two ways, so you're also easily swayed by other viewpoints. Besides being mentally and emotionally receptive, you strive for acceptance to be part of the crowd. Having the moon in the seventh house is excellent for dealing with the public, such as working in retail, the food industry, or government service. Happiness and emotional security are strongly tied to close relationships and most people with this placement seek a mate. They seek a mate and want to have children. Where, what placement doesn't want to have children? Because I mean, I'm sure I've got it because I don't want to have children. Uh, it's possible that you see your partner as a mother or father figure who fulfills your needs for a supportive, nurturing environment. Hmm. That's actually really nice. Alright, Moon and Scorpio. Deeply passionate, your emotions are intense and unwavering. People might sense this, but only those closest to you know the depth of feeling behind your stoic face. Always private, you can be you can be secretive and you can be secretive and suspicious, questioning the motives of others, partly to protect your sensitive inner core. Extremely close to family and loved ones, you can become stubborn. Possessive and, possessive and even jealous. Oh, Scorpio for you. Develop tolerance and foster independence in those you love deeply. It re will result in stronger ties. Most people with the Scorpio moon have their own space within the home, even if it's just a comfortable chair that's off limits to everyone else. This adds to your sense of security as do financial and material resources which you strive to achieve. Oh, that's not bad. And that correlates correlates to a moon in the eighth because that's a scorpio's house um 
such a nice night. Like, it's really just peacefully and quiet out there. Um, it's really interesting. A uh, few people experience the depth of feeling and emotion as life as usual for you. You care deeply and passionately, passionately about those you love, as well as building the financial security that's vital for to your emotional well-being. But the more tightly you hang on to what's what belongs to you and yours, the greater the chance you will lose what you're trying to gain. Money matters fluctuate with this moon position. So by accepting that change is the norm, you actually encourage more of life's abundance to flow your way. <laughs> Security is just as much a state of mind as it is dollars and cents. Your sixth sense can be an asset here in terms of career earnings and benefits and investments. When matched with facts and figures, you may gain financially through a family inheritance or partnership. Nice. Too bad my moon's on the eighth is in the fifth. I've got dumb mum. Dumb mum. <laughs> I can't say it. Um, I can't say it. I don't even know what I was trying to say. <laughs> moon and Sagittarius. You avoid emotional ties that limit your independence. This doesn't mean all people with a Sagittarius moon are loners. Far from it. Enthusiastic, outgoing, and popular. You're the life of the party. However, I'm sorry, always ready for the next social adventure. However, anyone who attempts to restrict your freedom loving style is soon a person of the past and you thus might choose to remain single. Idealistic and highly principled, you speak the truth as, is, as you see it and can be tactless. Add a little fluff to soften your message. Unconcerned with domestic neatness, you're content mostly anywhere and see your home as a haven. A place to relax and unwind from your travels. Some people with this lunar influence are reckless risk reckless risk takers. And that's gonna be in the tenth or the ninth house, sorry. And your life is a quest for knowledge and experience. Um, travel, education, mental and mental journeys inspire you and fulfill many of your emotional needs. Optimism and a spirit of adventure encourage you to investigate and explore. And you may live in you sorry. You may live in or immigrate to another country to discover your. Oh, kind of, Sorry. I uh, got a text message. Not from the person I'm avoiding. She did text me though. Um. Uh, I should probably. I don't, it's gonna be an hour long chat. I don't want to do it. It's fucking almost nine o'clock in the fucking p.m. Um. Uh, your life is a quest for knowledge. Sorry, I'm starting over. Moon in the ninth house. Your life is a quest for knowledge and experience. Travel, education, and mental journeys inspire you and fulfill many of your emotional needs. Optimism and a spirit of adventure encourage you to investigate and explore. And you may live in or immigrate to another country to discover your familial and psychological roots. The moon in the ninth house indicates strong ethics and principles as well as a deep interest in spirituality. Your beliefs may reflect those of your family, or at least until you've been exposed to a wider range of opinions and information. So this is the kid who grew up in like a rural town and then he goes off to college and comes back and is like, you guys. And then starts like getting to debates with like everyone because like they just stay in the same town. He went and like broadened his mind. Um, some people with this placement are deeply involved in the, in the religious life as a clergy or lay people. If in-law relationships are positive, then your ties are as close as family. That's really nice. I like that for them. So then we're moving on to Moon and Capricorn. You're, you're an ambitious hard worker who invests much of your emotional energy in getting ahead in the world. Career advancement and status are vital to your well-being. On the same level with financial security, reserved and aloof at times is the outward reflection of your discovery from Sorry, that sentence got away from me. Um, reserved and aloof at times, this is the outward reflection of your discomfort with freely expressed emotions. Yours are with freely expressed emotions, yours are almost anyone else's. You just fucking can't do it. Warmth emerges in this in close relationships when you're sure you're on solid footing. Home ownership is important, and yours might be plain and simple or a showcase of your worldly success. 
It's also the place where you retreat for time alone, which you need regularly to recharge yourself, body, and soul. Rules and structures are important to you. I agree. Rules and structures are important to me, too. But I'm a Capricorn sun. I like to know my envelope. Because you gotta learn how to... What you can and can't do. You gotta learn how to work around it. You want and need to be recognized for your career efforts and contributions. The same applies to life in general. Where status is your goal. Your family may be prominent in the community. And your mother, your biggest supporter. That's nice. Pushing you to achieve even as an adult. Some people with the moon in the 10th house are involved in politics or a career focused on working with the public. But you can expect changes in your career life that range from an unexpected rise or fall to switching to a new field. Intuition helps you spot emerging inter- interesting trends. Sometimes years in advance, use this information to advance to advantage. Sorry. Sometimes years in advance, use this information to advance your aims. I don't know. This says to advantage to advance your aims. So I think that's just a typo of a word, a phrase within a sentence. But like I, it's fine. Um, you also may work from home or have a home-based business. Little do they know how 2020 went. <laughs> Everyone's working from home. <laughs> Little they should be still. But the world's weird. And they want to force people to be uncomfortable in order to produce like, they just want to shred you of your soul, basically. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Um, where am I? I'm in moon in Aquarius. You're passionate about humanitarian issues, um, but less so about personal relationships. That's fair. Uh, friendly and independent. You're detached. You're detached and keep most people somewhat at a distance. You intellectualize your emotions, you think about how you feel, talk, taking all factors into consideration as you self-talk your way through your, prop, through your feelings. Intuition is part of the equation, and your hunches about people are often on target. Friendships may be the single most important relationships in your life. If not, they run a very close second, followed by your many acquaintances. You especially enjoy entertaining friends in your home, where the decor may in some way reveal your unconventional side. You also welcome people from all walks of life. Aquarius is a sign of quality. I do enjoy that part. And that's tied to the 11th house. Close friends are like family to you, and emotional ties with some may be deeper than those with relatives. Although these friendships are often for a lifetime, you also have many acquaintances who move in and out of your life. They seem to arrive for a purpose. Once it's been fulfilled, they fade away. Many people with the moon in the eleventh house are involved in groups and are involved in groups and organization, often as leaders. That also provide a sense of family. Um, you enjoy entertaining at home and have a knack for networking. Your goals and objectives fluctuate according to your mood, so it can be difficult to maintain focus and direction. Yet you're not easily sidetracked when passion motivates you to achieve. Completely fair. Um. And finally, we're down to the last one. Moon in Pisces. Um, sensitive and caring. You're sympathetic, compassionate. <laughs> it's not funny because I'm, I'm reading funny things. It's funny because my fucking... <sighs> mouth doesn't want to work. Sensitive and caring. Moon in Pisces. You're a sympathetic, um, compassionate soul whose heart wants to save the world. You're thus prone to emotional hurts that others toss off and walk away from. So it's to your advantage to consider the source and rise above it. Most people with a Pisces moon are exceptionally creative in some way. And many have psychic ability. 
Because you easily absorb vibrations, vibration. Because you easily absorb vibrations from people and places, it's important to protect yourself from negative energy. Metaphysical techniques such as visualizing yourself surrounded by protective white light can be helpful. A romantic, you love deeply and have close family ties. Um, you experience a sense of freedom at home, where you fill your leisure hours with a wide variety of activities. <laughs> When I said a romantic, I uh, thought about this patient I had today who had this like uh, subtle ish accent from um, uh, this British accent, and I thought it was hilarious. or not British, but, but New York accent, and I thought it was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> it, because like I've been hanging out with accents lately, apparently. Uh, I work and stuff. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, and that correlates to Moon in the twelfth house. Um, you're ultra sensitive and compassionate. Your heart goes out to those in need, and you can f- almost feel their pain as your own. Yet you effectively mask your emotions, partly as a defense and protection mechanism, and partly because of family influences. Only in the most secure relationships do you share your feelings, and then only with some hesitancy. You're closely attuned to your subconscious. If you let the messages emerge into your conscious think, thinking, let me say that again. You're closely attuned to your subconscious. If you let the messages emerge into your conscious thinking, and dreams may be prophetic. Dreams may be prophetic. The same is true of your sixth sense, which can be insightful and motivational. Many people with the moon in the 12th house spend a, spend a great deal of time alone. Possibly too much. Yikes. Well, those are the moons. That, that was interesting. <sighs> that was really interesting. Um, yeah. That was actually really interesting. What's up, Zabe? Um, but yeah, those are the moons and the moon and all the signs in the moon as it manifests in different houses of all the signs. Um, so it's just kind of like, just kind of pick your, or find your moon and then you can listen to it again and see, or listen to how it manifests in that house because and then kind of just combine the two and kind of compare and, and takes what resonates amen <laughs> all right this is an episode i want to get some xander some food for reals because now he's actually eating um all right i love you guys remember to move your bodies because it's getting it's getting pretty dark out there and eat your vegetables eat your vitamins um drink your water all right i love you bye